Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Guys, you know, head over where... That's right. You guys said it right. You don't even need me. Okay, I'll say it. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Do you not like free things? Everybody likes free things. Go get your free things and thank me later. going on everybody welcome back to jumble your favorite podcast about nothing i'm zach i'm john and we have with us a very special guest a returning star uh we're jer welcome back on uh the podcast to uh tell us more um about what's going on in the world around covid19 um as you know uh, Zach and I have been using the uh, last few weeks to kind of slowly document our dissension into crazy. Yes. Um, and we want to know why this is all happening and, and what's what's the scuttlebutt out there. <laughs> the scuttlebutt, yeah. What's the story with the beer virus? <laughs> That's what everybody wants Beard? to know. The beer. The corona. Oh, corona. Uh-huh. Well, I, mm-hmm. It may, almost makes it tropical, which I appreciate. I wonder yeah. if right. Corona beer vi- like sales have gone up. I think they have. Like as a quarantine beer, you're like, yeah, I'm in Corona quarantine. I'm going to drink a Corona. Fuck you, Corona. I'll take you in myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is a crazy ass time right now. I don't, there hasn't been anything like this in our lifetimes or anyone's lifetime. So yeah, it's not, there's no doubt. Yeah. yeah, I I mean it's it sort of seems like it's one of the situations that sort of um, you know it's the 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 pump is primed for for having you know alternate ways of thinking about how things are being handled or how how things started. Um, what what are some of the big talking points around around this? I mean, I think we should just let's go back to the beginning and. Uh... Let's go back to even when this first started showing up. Because now we now know there was reports of it kind of showing up in late November. Uh And then you've got, as the timeline kept going on, that's when things kind of got interesting is because a lot of people say that China, you know, hid things. They They didn't admit a lot of things at first. And then there's also a lot of speculation even before this got leaked that there's patents of uh, that virus going back to 2015, 16, 17, 18. And then there's like a, a bunch of epidemiologists and virologists that say, and different individuals that say that this virus, the strain of it was made in Northern Carolina and then transferred mm. from that facility to the Wuhan facility and could have been leaked from there. Because that's also another question. Is a lot of people are like, did it come from a wet market or did it get leaked from this level four vi- like a virus uh, study facility? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And that's, yeah, like, you know, it, it, there's a lot of speculation. And there's a lot of things around it. But, I mean, going back to the timeline again. So what's what's the mainstream media saying how it started? From a wet market, from bats from a wet market. 
because like a like a wet what explain wet market for me and uh, me, yeah, me as well also yeah. dumb like me yeah, a wet market I will bump myself in there too yeah, a wet yeah. market is a market where basically they sell animals uh like it's where you would see in um you see it in movies where there's just like chickens just like in you know open air temperature skinned with their heads cut off just hanging off a rope oh okay you, yeah. it's where you'd go to get cat and dog bat like unorthodox things that if you were poor these things would be much more affordable to you and easier to get and but much riskier and uh i was telling you about this before john but there's been uh i saw a few articles i tried finding them before this but i don't know if it's just they've been covered up or there's just too much covid related stuff to sift through to find them but um there was uh times where people had been busted for taking test animals from that facility and selling them in the wet market for extra cash so it's in wet markets is a notorious thing where in the past there have been other diseases. Like there's a lot of people that believe that even the black plague came from China through the trade route and then landed in Europe and it may have originated from a wet market too. So that's the wet market thing. There has been things that have came from that, but the way this virus works that now that they've studied it, it looks like it was engineered and it's more likely to be the one that was made to like they'll make and design viruses to try to be ahead of the curve of them evolving to figure out, you know, how to stop it if it ever got out of hand, right? That's one of the things they do with viruses is they genetically modify to kind of guess what the next predator is going to be so they can beat it before it gets there. Now, if this thing gets out the way it did, obviously that's a different story. That could be blamed, again, like to selling it. Like someone could have sold a bat that they were doing the tests on or an animal they were testing on to the wet market. It could have been leaked from the facility from poor quality or safety standards, or it could have been uh, purposely introduced because there's a lot of uh, incentive for China to be doing that right now because of the kind of political scene and trade wars with the United States and a whole bunch of other stuff like that. So, you know, there's a lot of different speculation on it what, and how that came what to What does be. China gain right now from this situation, though? What China would gain is more a long-term thing because... I mean, well, maybe the crippling of the United States as it's currently heading. It, Sorry, Zach. Well, yeah. But like the media, the media you know, pushback is anger at China. So do like at least what i'm is it anger at china local or is it like i i mean prior previous to this they were saying that you know they weren't it was not a big deal then they didn't act fast enough then they didn't do this like the media has basically been as far as i know flip-flopping to whatever side makes the current establishment look bad and again i think that was one of that would be one of the incentives is because this president is not letting uh, a trade deficit happen between his country and China anymore, whereas previous presidents had no problem with letting it go to a huge deficit and China getting a surplus. And, you know, that introduced a lot of the, you know, because China is notorious for pay to play or for infiltration via like bribery or so on and so forth. So that surplus comes back to these people through usually their fundraising campaigns like the Clinton Foundation or something like that is how they'll do a pay to play transfer for selling off industry or doing these trade deficits because again these deep staters don't give a shit like they're they're terrible terrible people and they and, and you see it actually in canada as a perfect example of like how much our leader who's a globalist is like selling off our country 
to basically fill his own pockets, but it drains ours completely. Like 66% of our oil has come from Saudi Arabia. Uh, we've gotten fucked over by China so many times, yet they still want to do uh, a Huawei-backed 5G network for Canada, despite the fact that Huawei has been shown to be a propag- like a, an infiltration arm of the Communist Party of China. Like it, it, they were busted in the United States for giving away, uh, basically spying on people using their network. So it's it's like why would you trust these people yet we keep trusting them and it's because they're so deeply infiltrated and they don't want donald trump to win the next election it would not benefit them it would benefit them more if one of these other people the deep staters won because then they could get back to getting their surplus they could get back to taking the industry from the united states bringing it to their own country and they use that to for leverage too and they've they've proven it during this entire coronavirus thing because they uh they were withholding medication against the United States, medication that the that previous presidents had given that industry away to China, and now they're using it as ransom against them. And it just goes to show, like, you really shouldn't give away your industry completely, and you also should not give it to China, because China will use it against you whenever they want something or whenever you make them mad. Like, let's say you slander their country or their or the party. They're very eager to stop that. They're like, uh, it's just like Chernobyl with the Soviet Union. They were very adamant in the in the beginning about making sure that the state still looked good. It was all about the image of the state. It was all about the image of the party. It cannot suffer a loss. And this is why I think China's also been lying about their numbers and everything else is that, you know, they're a communist country. Everything they do is a lie just about protecting the state. But it also... Uh, there is incentive for them to do this, like I said, uh, for more long term. Also, a, tr- a country like China can bounce back from something like this much easier than um, a democratic country because these people don't have rights. Like they have a, a social credit score system where if they don't meet the criteria for that, they can't buy plane tickets, they can't buy train tickets, they can't, you know, they, they lose a lot of their rights and privileges if they don't adhere to what the CCP wants. So for them to push this force back into their economy and get it back going again, is much easier for them to recover than for the uh, economies that they're kind of upsetting with this. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't, I'm sort of trying to wrap my head around. Um, so you say they think they think it was originally developed in a laboratory in in the states. No, then, it's not. They think there are patents for it that you could find. Like there is patents for different um, uh, variations of the coronavirus that have been modified. Like that's not a sure. That's well, yeah, a, there have been other there have been other coronavirus strains. Yeah, but this specific one you're talking about. Yeah, there's a doctor who was the head of that. I I wish I could remember her name. I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> she's been she's been uh, getting some some heat from from the online community. Her address and stuff has been leaked, and uh, uh, yeah, she's maybe. had death threats and stuff like that. I, th- I don't I know. if She lives from... in the U.S. right now. I thought, as far as I know, she went to Wuhan with the virus, and she uh, she had had connections to the CCP as well. 
Uh, but you know mm. that did, apparently didn't raise any flags. Uh, also, with the funding and the Wuhan facility and stuff like that, there is funding from like Bill Gates and the Open Open uh, Source Society, which you know raises flags immediately because you know Bill Gates <clears throat> is one of the ones that has you know been associated with Epstein and just recently had that Microsoft Embrya uh, Marina Ambrovich, the woman who. Um, you know, is been talked a lot about being like a, a satanic witch or priestess who did all the spear cooking and stuff. So she just had her ad on Microsoft that had to get pulled because so many people were calling it out and flaming for it and being like, this is, you're not even trying to hide the fact that, you know, you guys are in on this and working together with trying to produce these vaccines and all this stuff to basically move their agenda forward through this, through this, um, uh, pandemic hmm so what does microsoft get out of these vaccines well bill gates has always been a huge advocate of vaccines for a long time yeah he's got the gate the the bill and melinda gates foundation yeah i know that but like why are we like what is the nefarious intention behind the vaccines because for a long time um they've wanted to implement let's and again this goes back to this not a thing against vaccines it's a a thing against the individual that's organizing the vaccines it's not the tool it's the user bill gates has gone on these expeditions to africa to use as a testing ground for his vaccines and it's had really really like there there's again documentaries on this but there's really bad effects that it has on the population as time goes on because these things are not they're not properly tested. They have really bad side effects. They've been found to have like formaldehyde and metals and different things in them that really are not good for your system. Um, and this guy wants to push mandatory vaccines because, again, this is a part of this deep state agenda to basically poison the population and to control them. He wants to do the whole like microchipping thing where everyone has a microchip that dictates whether you can buy or sell something. It's basically like a credit card attached to your body. And hmm. that's the future that they kind of want. Um, I mean, as a guy who constantly is losing his wallet, like multiple times a day, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not upset about the idea of a credit card attached to my hand. No, I, I get what you mean. But again, it's who it's coming from. Like, it, I mean, the this individual has been with Epstein multiple times. who's a prol- prolific child trafficker, as well as Prince Andrew. Like, look at the crowd that he hangs out with. Uh, Trudeau, Clinton's. Like, I wouldn't trust a guy to go near me with his the people he's surrounded with to give me a vaccine. And for him to come out and say, like, oh, we need mandatory vaccines. Who the fuck is Bill Gates to go around telling the world they need mandatory vaccines before they can go back to work? Why is he an authority of this? And why is he be given the stage to be such? And again, it's like you have the media propping this up, too, and supporting him, despite the fact that he put a spirit cooking satanic witch on an ad for Microsoft. Like it's, they're not even trying to be um, secretive about it at this point. It just feels arrogant. So this is the first I've heard about this uh, this witch that you're talking about. What What's what's that? What's that about? I brought her up that before. That caught my ear. I brought her up before in previous episodes, I believe, but she, uh, she, for a long time in the conspiracy theory community, if you want to call it that, or the truth seeker, whatever you want to call it, just in the same as you've heard a lot of people call it Epstein long before he got arrested and, and before his house got raided and all that stuff, they've called out, you know, Tony Podesta, Marina Ambervik, and all these people for 
participating in satanic rituals and one of them spirit cooking. And there's a lot of pictures and art that she does. Like her art is very grotesque and very weird and gothic. And uh, it's also, she's just a very strange character too. And a lot of celebrities speak very highly of her. Like apparently she tutored Lady Gaga somehow and what, I don't know. But Lady Gaga Hmm. speaks very highly of her. Uh, there's emails referencing her when the WikiLeaks thing happened between Hillary Clinton talking very highly of her. So it's like, why does this woman have such high regard with these individuals that are so uh, so far? Like, you know what I mean? You've got these A-list celebrities and top politicians kissing this woman's ass. Why? Why is that? Like, what's hmm. what's the deal with that? And then now you've got her. Uh, uh, she has a her own campaign for Microsoft that, you know, again, I think you can go and look and pull it up. It's not that old. It was only maybe done within a month ago. Um, But yeah, why is she on the, like, why her? Why is she on the cover of that with all the history behind her and and all this stuff? Like there's nothing in her past that would point. Like, again, it's not very subtle when you look into her. Like they don't really try to hide it that much. Okay. Hmm. I do agree with your point of, why have we ident- like made Bill Gates an authority on vaccinations? Like, why isn't it an epidemiolo- epidemiologist? You know, yeah. or, you know, not Bill Gates. Like, I'm sure. I mean, he's a highly educated person, and I I watched a documentary on him, how his brain works. I get that. To all the people, get it, but. It's not his area of expertise. No, and again, his social circle is really a little bit concerning when you consider, like I brought up before, like the whole agenda. I mean, that that stuff thing. aside, I think, yeah, in general, if people don't necessarily subscribe or buy into the that's that part of the concern. Yeah. No. Yeah. You should be able to agree that we shouldn't be. Maybe we should. There are better sources for an authority on vaccinations than bill gates yeah it's like the same thing with greta thunberg talking about climate change like she's not a doctor she's not a scientist she's a puppet like she's a she's a prop she's a propaganda piece and and again like one thing that makes no sense and not not to confuse the two but it's kind of another point is she's going around this crusade she even came to alberta to do her thing there and all that why isn't she going to india and, and china Especially China. She's never said a bad word about China once. And China is the biggest polluter in the entire world. Like you could take India and China and put them together and take all the other countries combined and they will not contribute more pollution than those two put together. Yet she will never say a bad word about China. It's again, it's like a propaganda, horseshit, media, bullshit tactic just to sway people in the way that they want for their own benefit. Because there's a new documentary that came out actually about that whole Greenpeace movement. That's a, s- a separate topic, but it, it does really kind of show that a lot of the time when the narrative is being pushed one way, there's something else to it. There's a, some conflict of interest. Somebody's making money in a way you would not expect. Somebody, There's some scandal going on usually with that stuff. And uh, they really try to slap on a very virtuous, high, moral, grounded uh, argument or, like, stance so that people are very reluctant to be argumentative towards it. I mean, I I often question and say that as well about Greta. Uh, Okay, Um, so 
We believe the virus started in a lab, made its way to China. China, I think everyone agrees that China was lying. Whatever their motives were, we'll, we'll probably never truly know. Um, but uh, rest in peace, America. Um, <laughs> hey, we're, we're starting to flatten the curve, or so I saw earlier. And it's not like it's every state that's getting hammered. It's only a few states. And they've, and you yeah. know, and it, it, like Isn't the curve is like... flattening quite a bit. And if you look at the whole numbers, because the numbers don't make any goddamn sense of why they shut the whole country down for this. Like if you look, take all the numbers, it's only like 0. 0.0 something percent of the entire population that's affected. And the death rate is even, when you look at that, it doesn't make sense. Aren't there like 26 million people in America infected? Well, let's have a gander. I don't know. Allie looks at a website every morning. And yeah. it just seems... And you guys have like 58,000 deaths? Well, globally, there's only 3.1 million infected. And then... In the United States, there's 1 million infected. And they have a death million. rate okay. of 5.8%. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean... So, it would still it's be... Definitely, it's definitely been... Uh, leveling off uh i think that i think i don't know i i feel like if people just continued to carry on the way they were that we probably wouldn't like places that maybe aren't less traveled would become targets more rural pockets of of the country and whatnot if if you got open travel and all that stuff Uh, i mean travel's already open but if if you already I mean, if you didn't lock it down, which I understand why they did, but... I, I don't disagree with the lockdown. I just think that they should have closed travel from China a lot earlier. And if China had sure. been honest right from the get-go, 90% of the cases out there wouldn't exist. If China uh, had think... been, like, just straightforward and closed their country immediately, like Taiwan, when Taiwan heard about what the fuck was going on in China, they were one mm-hmm. of the first ones that ignored everything the WHO said, and same with South Korea, and did their own thing to protect their country, and it ended up working a lot better than what the WHO said, because the WHO seemed to be covering yeah. for China, and you see that yeah. with a lot of the countries now. Like you look at the amount infected, and look how long it took them to close flights coming in from China. Look how long it t- took them to start screening. Look how long it started. It took them to. They basically they're always reacting like one month behind, and I think yeah. that's why you see the results of hmm. of this. Why do you think the WHO were protecting China? Well, China has done a ton of infiltration. Like, there's a there's a guy named Clive Hamilton who, who wrote a book about his, the infiltration of China into Australia and New Zealand. And he, he I'll read you a quote. Um, and this is just his opinion on Canada, but it relates to the WHO because the WHO's not that much different in the way that they operate. And it, he said, I think it's more of a problem in Canada. Yes, Australia's economic dependence is higher in terms of trade, but when when I look at it, as I've been doing, at the subtle but intense influence of China on Canadian institutions, parliaments, provincial governments, local governments, universities, and intellectual community, the policy community, it makes me deadly worried. I've met some very well-informed Canadians who aren't sure Canada will be able to extricate itself from this situation. And this is kind of what China does. They infiltrate anything. So if the who's going to be the authority on the pandemic, they need to make sure that the who really praises, you know, China. So the... Doesn't doesn't the U.S. have representation on the who? They do. And now they're thinking about pulling out from funding the who because the who did such a shit job and, and really fucked them over. 
And the gov- like the WHO is saying now don't, without their funding that they may go bankrupt or something like that. Doesn't the U.S. have an unfilled representation seat on the WHO because Donald Trump is anti-WHO and has been threatening to pull out? I have no idea. I'm fairly certain that's the case. So, I, I mean, I'm not saying the WHO doesn't have an interest in protecting China, but I think it's maybe more around that Donald Trump is discrediting them and pulling funding, so the WHO gets desperate and China takes that as an opportunity for infiltration, I guess. Well, but here, let me give you. China's paying your bills, and the and you know your the America and America is like basically telling you to pound sand. Then I mean, you're gonna you're gonna bite the hand that feeds you. Oh no, I get it. I get what you're saying, but let me just give you another example of the WHO that has doesn't have to do with China, with USA, just so that there's. You know, you see it from a different perspective. So here's another quote from an article from uh, Breitbart. And it says, Taiwan did report on concern of the severity of coronavirus last December to the WHO. Taiwan's economic and cultural representative office in the United States told Breitbart News last month. But as a rule, our reporting is always a one-way street. WHO mostly ignored our messages and never shared the information as they do with other countries. Now, another quote from this is who director general Tedros Ad Adhanom, I'm not going to say his last name is too much, uh, who is not a <laughs> medical doctor, responded personally to Taiwan's statement regarding the discrimination against the country by the agency by claiming without evidence that Taipei had launched a campaign of racist in, invective against him for being Ethiopian. So... I mean, we've seen this before. What happens when these people get called out? They go and call you a racist or they go, you know what I mean? They they take this stance. T- Taiwan tried to do the right thing in the beginning by warning people about China and saying, like, close your borders right away, wear masks, like, and yeah. they and South Korea listened to them. Czech Republic listened to them. Austria listened to them. And these people curved their numbers much better. Same with even Sweden even did their own thing altogether and they curved their numbers much better. But basically anyone who listened to the Chinese directed who is kind of in a situation similar to what United States, Italy and Canada and, and, and those places are more like where they got greater exposure to the virus. And again, with when you look at the connections to the Chinese Communist Party and who used to feed them and who used to give them deals and stuff, it's not so hard to imagine that this could be some type of scheme to get power back in the favor of uh, of those individuals by tanking the economy and stealing the midterm election and using their influence to push for a different alternative leader other than Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump, again, is not letting them get away with this deficit or surplus bullshit. He wants fair a fair trade deal. I mean, that's... Yeah, I... So, I, I work with someone who is, uh, you know, Taiwanese... And um, and has family and stuff that you know that they've talked to, um, but I'm just looking at their numbers and it's astonishing how how well they they took care of business because there were only 429 confirmed cases to this point, six deaths. So they were the there first are in a country close. of like 30 million. Uh, yeah, I don't know what their what their uh, total population is, but I think I think it's like thirty million, and and it's in a tiny footprint. Very 23, tiny. 23.78 million, and in such close proximity to China, they I mean they 
they really uh they were really doing something right and people should have taken uh more note but well they just really don't trust china like they're the closest neighbors to china they know like russia taiwan and uh japan when it comes to china they know a lot of each other's dirty secrets and they know when china is acting one way you know you should really react this way because you know shit's about to go down they're not going to tell you what what it is like you you're building, right. you, know, you know what i mean and they didn't delay you saw right up, like you the numbers speak for itself and same with south korea they knew right away if china's doing this it must mean it's way worse because china mm-hmm. has a history going back to the birth of the ccp of just being grade a cocksucker just 100 percent just shady terrible and every like the the things they did like the birth of the CPCP after the Chinese Revolution, if the, the Edge of Wonder did a great video on this actually that goes into detail of the heinous shit that they did. But basically, the, this is the same party, and they're they're just terrible with human rights and and the things that they do to try to get around, you know, to, to hide that those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll they'll go through ridiculous uh, measures and lengths to again like f- try to fool people that they're not you know the the monsters that they really are they they try to come off that they're not but they'll they'll do anything at the end of the day to further their goals and power and control and influence and they have very little value for human life or for quality of life right what do you what do you think about the coronavirus naysayers all those crotchety Republican Americans who are like Corona is fake. Yeah, actually, that's a good time to get into that because I think you're kind of going towards the five G stuff, right? Like the well, that's 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 the next question. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of. So uh, we believe that coronavirus is real. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think okay. it's real so, for sure. But they, they now I want to I want to address the people who think it's not, and then I want to get into. I will more about. Why? I do want to say one thing before I move on, and I think this is important to talk about too, is that they, despite the fact that, you know, we're not arguing that coronavirus is real, there have been medical, indiv- you know, individuals from the medical community that have come forward about concern over the recording of the numbers of deaths from coronavirus because they've been attributing things that they don't actually definitively know if it was coronavirus related or not to a coronavirus death during this time, which mm-hmm. has been kind of hyper, uh, you know, it, it, the numbers are kind of skewed now. It's kind of the opposite of China where I think China was underselling it. Cause like they, they ordered like 200,000 body bags from Taiwan and you know what I mean? And, and they've been caught doing these mass burnings of graves and stuff like that. Like, there's no way that in hell their death numbers are what they say it is. Not to mention, I have an article here that shows that 21 million cell phone contracts were ended during the coronavirus in China. Like, 21 mm. million. That's almost the population of Taiwan. And actually, I'll read you a quote real quick from that, too. Um, it says, the digitization digitization I think I butchered that again, but you get what I mean. <laughs> that level is very high in China. People can't survive without a cell phone. Tang Yuan, U.S.-based Chinese affairs commentator, told the Epoch Times on March 21st. Dealing with the government for pensions and Social Security, buying train tickets, shopping, no matter what the people do, they are required to use a cell phone. 
These Chinese regime requires the Chinese regime requires all Chinese to use their cell phones to generate a health code. Only with a green health code are Chinese allowed to move in China now. It is impossible for a person to cancel his cell phone. And yet you have 21 million cell phone accounts that were closed during the time of this. So again, I think China was lying greatly about their numbers. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a like a statistics and marketing philosophy or question, right? Like when you when you say we're counting corona related deaths so the related is that variance right mm -hmm. i think most people would hear that at or would interpret that as like corona symptom related death so a symptom of corona caused a complication so severe mm -hmm. that the person died but I know some places are, are talking corona related as in due to the strain in healthcare, people aren't getting treatment in the same amount of time and are now dying from things that they normally wouldn't have died from if corona wasn't such a big issue. Yeah. So it was more of like healthcare related deaths, not necessarily caused by coronavirus right and i think i think that's that one is, way of definitely looking at it too i don't think there's a right or a wrong well there's no doubt it. that people are, are lying in like in some ways and inflating in other ways right yeah like there's going to be two sides to every story but yeah and and i mean i think it, there's a lot of factors that go into that too like i mean you look at italy one thing that italy and i think china have a lot in common is how congested the, some of the living areas are and uh how that would make the spread much more rampant especially in china and then you also look at the smog level in china you look at the rate of how many People smoke, uh, like 50% of males smoke, and I think it's like 40% of females. Those are all huge mm -hmm. effects that would definitely tip the scale on your death rate being higher or lower. And then you come to the West, and you know you still have issues of obesity and smoking, and especially in the United States, there's so many people that have high obesity. But again, people are more spread out. Like there's a lot of factors that I think would that that you could talk about that would. Uh, both before and against why the death rate should be lower or higher or the infection rate could be lower or higher. Um, mm -hmm. and, and again, like even with counting it, like you said, yeah, that, that I, if someone dies because um, they couldn't get access to a doctor because of the coronavirus right now, but they didn't die of coronavirus, but maybe they died of a car accident, is it a coronavirus-related death? Yeah, it kind of is. Like, you know, that, wouldn't have, that person wouldn't have died under normal circumstances had it not been for the pandemic, so... But then how do you attribute, like, is that an, is that like, that wouldn't you can't be add that in a, in a statistic for the kill rate of a virus? Well, I'm no, not in the kill rate of a virus, but you could add it in as a but statistic that's, that's towards what I think the, is the issue. If they're, these counters are taking, I agree with you. Yeah. Data, different interpreted data, right? Yeah, and, no. And, I think you could categorize it two different ways, but I get what you're, yeah, I get what you mean. Like they shouldn't be adding it towards the count of confirmed and death rates. They, but you could, you could take, you could go back after and you could look at all like the suicides that are going to be caused from the economic downturn. You could look at all the deaths that are going to be caused from uh, people who are cancer patients that have had their treatments pushed back because of this. You could take all those deaths at the end and contribute them to coronavirus related um, like deaths, but they're not exactly like infections and death rate, but they are a result right. of like the cure and what had to be done. Because some people argue that the cure is going to be 
is going to be worse in death rate and death toll than the virus itself. All right, let's stop to take a second to talk about the sponsor for this and every week of Jumbled. That would be our buddies over at Audible. You guys know them. You guys love them. They uh, offer premium audiobooks to the interwebs. And if you are part of the interwebs, which you are because we don't uh, we don't ship out physical media with our audio on it, right? Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get a free audiobook, guys. It's really that easy. All you got to do is just go to that website, start your free trial, grab that free audiobook on us. You guys are welcome. The audiobook that we're going to talk about for the month of May is The Comedians, Drunks, Thieves, Scoundrels, and the History of American Comedy by Cliff Nesteroff. I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, but that's how it looked to me. Also narrated by Cliff. Uh, the length is 15 hours and 6 minutes, so if you want to talk about getting banged for your buck, here's where you go, right? You go to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and you get The Comedians by Cliff Nesteroff. Quick summary of this book. Here we go. In The Comedians, comedy historian Cliff Nesteroff brings to life a century of American comedy with real-life characters, forgotten stars, mainstream heroes, and counterculture iconoclasts. That's a hard word to say. Based on over 200 original interviews and extensive archival research, Nesterov's groundbreaking work is a narrative exploration of the way comedians have reflected, shaped, and changed American culture over the past 100 years. Guys, that's going to that's gonna be it. There's more. There's more to the summary, but I'm not going to read all of it. I'm going to leave that one up to you guys. I would recommend The Comedians by Cliff Nesterov. But if you guys want to listen to something else, they have so many different audiobooks in so many different categories. You guys are going to find something that you're going to enjoy, and that is a jumbled and audible guarantee. So again, head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and pick up that free audiobook. We thank you. We thank Audible. And let's get back to the podcast. This is going to be I Am Legend. I'm calling it right, right now. <laughs> this is exactly what happened in the movie, not the book, in the movie. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the book. As our loyal listeners will know, the movie was okay, but took a lot of creative liberties, which we won't discuss right now. <laughs> Zach doesn't want me to get on that soapbox again. We've we've already gone through that. Yeah, but it does make John you Sardamus. think sometimes. <laughs> I want to say yeah. first and foremost, uh, uh, you know, we're we're doing a lot of speculation and and you know, talk about this stuff. I think it's very important just as a, uh, as a person, uh, to, to take precaution to be safe. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to spread, you know, misinformation or say, Hey, you know, you don't have to be concerned. I think you, at the, in this point in time, you should be practicing social distancing and Follow safe practices. Follow the recommended so, guidelines of your local community. I don't want to catch flack for, uh, <laughs> For talking, for speculating, and then don't give advice. Just tell them where to go to find it. Right, I'm lawyer I'm, number one. Have we we <laughs> exactly. haven't given anyone advice, though. We haven't told anyone like, oh yeah, you're fine. Go out there no, and see everybody just... in your social circle and hug them. Just, you're good you know, to I, go, a soldier. Yeah, no, I like them. I I like to I like to cover my ass and and not and not say some shit that I'll regret later, and then try to backpedal, sort of like what trump had to do with the whole disinfectant 
Oh, the injection uh, thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's had to backpedal uh, pretty heavily. Oh, so God. Yeah. Anyway. Love him or hate him. He's entertaining. You you, well, he's entertaining. <laughs> I'm sure as hell glad he's not the leader of my country. Yeah. And that is uh-huh. saying something yeah. serious if you knew how fucked up the leader of our country was. I would rather him than uh, Trudeau any day, but yeah. But that guy, you like you can't deny his flippy floppy stance on Corona and like Oh yeah. Hundred uh, percent uh complete one eighty on, on his coronavirus stance. He had to. He fucked up so hard in the beginning. Like there's no doubt that he was warned during the time but actually let's talk about this. During the time that he was first warned about coronavirus, what was going on at that time? He was being impeached by the Democrats. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I again, when you look at who the fuck was giving China the surplus and all this shit prior, it was the same individuals that were trying to impeach Trump during his first warning of coronavirus. It just, again, like it's a, one of those weird coincidences where it does make you think because it distracted him and made him react late or he just never thought it was that serious. I don't really know. Either way, he fucked up and didn't rela- react quick enough. So do you do you think that – wait. So do you think that they pushed the virus? That, I'm not understanding the motive. I'm saying that it is a coordinated effort amongst the deep state. Like so in they intentionally the did both States. at the same time because they just – like the impeachment seems pointless well again like as we've been saying like the impeachment was meant as a distraction the message from the who was wrong and it led to more infections and you look at who the individuals are associated with and then now you've got bill gates coming to save the day with his miracle vaccine that you know he figured out that he's gonna how he's gonna make it while he was on jeffrey epstein's pedophile island like it's you know what i mean it it it's all so convenient like the timing of it and, and the the connections in between the individuals. And when you look at especially that. how those individuals are really, really trying to push for hate against Russia. And again, like mm-hmm. I think that that was more to take the eyes off of China. They don't want people to look at China and now all eyes are on China. And you see like the who's been praising China and how on their containment and their numbers. And, you know, it's all bullshit. It, it, this I is saw, all bullshit. I saw something to... I mean, briefly, yeah, I think it was like in a meme, so I don't know anything about that. Um, but uh, that said, are relating the corona outbreak to the protests that were going on in China and the traction that they were gaining and the the global media coverage. I think it, it's just a benefit, right? Like it's you could just lump that in with it as another reason because. But would. But is it like, do you really think it was, oh, we have these two crazy problems. Oh, here's a solution that fixes both no. or. No, I actually don't. I, I mean, I'm, we're speculating. We're in deep waters of speculation. Let's just be very clear on that. Like there's a <laughs> lot, there's a million people that have their opinion on this stuff and mine's not any right, more right or wrong than anybody else's. So it's just an opinion. My opinion right. on this is, it, no, this goes back, I think a lot longer than people think. I think they just had to push the timeline up because they really didn't think Hillary Clinton was going to lose the election. And I think that you're watching them, uh, the, the things you've seen between the Mueller investigation and the impeachment and all these things as time gone on, I think you're seeing these as reactionary 
uh, measures, like kind of like when you get caught out in a chess game, they're trying to they're trying to keep ground while not losing it, but also trying to get their agenda going. Because we talked in previous episodes about them doing depopulation and tactics and and so on and so forth and pushing for more ways to control and and this or that. And, and you know, I feel I feel like this is more of the same. I, again, like they they want you to be under as much financial stress they want you to be as distracted and as fearful as possible because it makes it easier for let's say trump does lose the election and someone comes along that wants to offer socialism or communism where they just pay for everything you don't have that stress of money anymore but all you have to do is sign over your rights and freedoms it looks more appealing when you're you know in shitloads of debt the economy looks like crap and these people yeah. are offering you a life vest and, and a, a life jacket. And, and all you have to do is just sign here on the dotted line. You won't have privacy or freedoms anymore, but don't worry. We won't do anything bad to you. And, yeah. you know, that's kind of how it is. And, and especially in Canada right now, that's what it really does feel like, especially. And I, I wouldn't doubt that if the United States does give up and or does vote Trump out and go to a more leftist model, Regardless of who it is, like regardless of whether it's Biden with Michelle Obama at his side or whoever the hell, uh, that's what I feel like they're going to push. Because, uh, again, these people are not – they're globalists. They they're want that one world agenda. They want that one world government. They want your rights, your freedoms to be theirs. And that that's just my opinion on it. But. Hmm. I'm trying to think where to go next <laughs> with all there's just so many different lanes that we can go down uh okay so what about so we didn't really answer the oh the 5g there, stuff yeah the 5G we, we need stuff. to go into the 5g stuff we didn't answer stuff. why there's a group of deniers yeah yeah sorry which and then i want to talk about what about the people who are convinced that it's 5g they're they're, they're... And then i have a more then i have a breaking news question for you Okay, well, let's do the deniers real quick because I don't really know if that's a huge demographic of people. And I think that would be the more extremist side of the other, like, you know, um, like you said, very Republican, more far rightist that I, 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 I don't know why they would think that, but maybe they think that it's all staged and everything so they can collapse the economy and again, like come for your guns and your freedoms. Maybe that's that would be my guess. I know well, that's Zach's biggest fear. <laughs> yeah, all my all my guns that I have. Um, <laughs> the the one thing I've you don't noted... want to lose your arms, Zach. Yeah, dude, I like my arms. Um, <laughs> they got great hands at the end of them. Um, no, I've um, the one thing I've noticed about like uh, Republican, you know, people in in the states is it's more about um an encroachment on freedoms and and the the ability to or the lack of freedoms during a a government shutdown or or a, a quarantining situation where they can't go and get go and do these things because the government has mandated that certain uh certain types of of uh companies can't run can't be open uh and that is impeding on their freedom and, and their ability to fluidly move around. So I feel like that's a lot of a lot of the the uh, people that are protesting and stuff like that. I don't 
I haven't seen that it's so much that coronavirus isn't a thing. I still think they think it's a thing. They're just willing to run the risk of getting it and not have to lose their freedom at the same time. I, I yeah, I agree. I think there is like the protesters. I don't think deny that coronavirus exists, like the ones you're talking about. I think it's mm-hmm. exactly what you said. They just don't think that the numbers are like the numbers to them don't meet the like the steps that are being taken. Like the likelihood that they're going to get it at this point is so low because of the numbers that have been shown in their states or whatever that they're just like this is ridiculous. We're completely like castrating our economy for a very poor reason. We've you know, uh, and I, I, I get what they mean. Like, I, I really think that there should be better, there could be better ways to uh, keep some of the economy going, whether it be like testing or trace testing or, you know, people that have already had it that have antibodies, like whatever it takes to get people going. I feel like they should already be doing that because it, it's not going to be easy to get people going again. Yeah. Um. So I get where they're coming from, but I thought you meant more like the people that are more like, oh, this is all staged. There's no coronavirus. Like I thought you meant with the more extremist types, but no, I I, I agree with the the protesters that I've seen, like the ones in uh, where was where were they protesting the other day? Was it Washington or something? Yeah, there like have that? been protests all across the night. There was one in Kansas City. Yeah, I mean they're 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 all over the place. I've also noticed there, though during this lockdown that the the states ran by democrats have had much more of an iron fist for the lockdown whereas Mm -hmm. the ones that are more republican have been a little bit more like look guys we're not going to tell you what you can and cannot do but we're going to ask you guys politely will you please follow these guidelines Mm -hmm. and uh i think that the (laughs) have got a little extreme like i saw them like they filled uh, the skate park in California full of sand because they didn't want people skating in there. Like all these crazy steps that I'm like, that is like, yeah. Did you see the dirt bikers just ended up ripping in there? Yeah. But yeah, like, so the kids just showed up with dirt bikes and then (laughs) like, all right, fuck it. A week later they come out like, what's the greatest way to kill the virus? Direct sunlight. Well, let's keep everybody inside. Like it makes no fucking sense. Let them out on the beach as long as they maintain the social distancing. And if the sun kills it in three seconds, like why would you not? You should have won everyone out there perennial sunbathing right now. Yeah, but at the same time, there have been uh, like there have been certain states that have been well, late Florida, to the game, like it? Georgia and and things like that, who are well, late to the break game. In Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So was, the sun, the sun theory insane. doesn't make sense, although. Although if they could do it with social distancing, maybe the sun theory would make sense. But in a regular, I don't think it's a, a theory. A pre-COVID it's a normal setting, Florida spring break is proof that the sun do- won't protect you from coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Well, how? Why do you say that though? Like, was there a huge spike? Because there's in been a huge, huge out, huge outbreaks in Florida, all related to partying on the beach. And the governor's been, uh, he, he's running a shit show of a state right now. He's doing, he's doing an awful job of, uh, flattening right. the curve. Like it, he's, he's just throwing all caution to the wind. Everybody's out on the beach and, uh, he's, he's not there for a long time. He's there for a good time. <laughs> <Party>. <laughs> I mean, though, yeah. 
the thing is, I don't think they mean that if you have or you if you are infected with coronavirus and you go out and lay in the sun, I don't think you're gonna get cured. If you make out with somebody at a party while you have coronavirus, sure. they're still gonna get it. But if you go sure. and like lick your hand and then slap someone's ass, that coronavirus that's on their ass, if it's exposed to sunlight, it's gonna die. It's a very aggressive move to spread the virus. I like it. Okay. <laughs> but just we, we just saw we just saw a little window into what what Jared does in his off time. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's how I spread the virus. <laughs> <laughs> but just as an example, uh, you get what I mean. But yeah, you can no, still yeah. spread it through the exchange of bodily fluids that was probably sure. going on at those spring bike parties. Yeah. Well, considering that Netflix has a show based completely on uh, people that age demographics inability to keep their dick in their pants, even if they get paid to do it, we clearly can't trust humans to to manage that level of responsibility. So then they have to close the beach. I mean, yeah, but you can't just chop in like not every state has been Florida. And let's be honest, Florida is special. Like everybody, <laughs> like Florida has a reputation to it for a reason. Yeah. There's so many memes about like people. From what Florida. are you talking about? Florida is America's PR agent. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'll say there's a reason that the state is shaped like a dick, you know? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, what I've found interesting is uh, do you guys see. Um, what Nevada or a Las Vegas mayor was saying about <clears throat> having the city just trying to open the city wide up and being a, uh, I think <laughs> I think they she said they wanted to be the oh god what was the term she used but she wanted she wanted people just to continue living their life as they did pre COVID. You know, they wanted to open the casinos back up, open travel back up. Yes, wanted wanted Las Vegas to be like a test case of sorts. You know, like let us. <laughs> hey, let, we'll just go crazy, and then yeah. we'll know exactly what it will do. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, I just we, she I was, volunteered. I'm so glad they have the for like, the biggest the biggest clinical trial that was never approved was zero like, yeah exactly <laughs> I, I i mean i don't know if you guys have ever stepped foot in the las vegas casino it's not the cleanest place anyway what are you talking so. about <laughs> i mean i never shower when i'm in vegas <laughs> not alone not alone <laughs> jerry knows <laughs> yeah so I don't know. That was sort of good. I didn't know if you guys had seen that, where she was. I forget. No, she was talking, she's seen... talking to Anderson Cooper. I think is who she was talking to. So I've seen a bunch of memes. That now you know you see some and you're like, well, fuck, is that a real thing, or is yeah. now someone like just make like, is this the ripple effect meme where it what they really said wasn't actually that ridiculous and now it's just like, been memed, you know. Yeah. Well, and so what I mean is I saw one that looked fairly convincing and it was like of a, a woman who was a mayor of like a somewhere in, I think it was actually Las Vegas mm-hmm. um, or Nevada, sorry, not Las Vegas. Um, and it basically said that like she broke her own 
social distancing law to go get her nails done. And I was like, I could see that being a legitimate thing, but it also could not be. And then like scrolling a few pages later, I saw the exact same meme with a different like caption Mm. of like contradiction. Right. So I'm like, Oh fuck. Well, did this, did neither of these really happen? I don't know. There's a lot of, if it was on Anderson Cooper, then I'd believe it. There's no doubt there's disinformation out there. Like, no, like, it's, you know, this is the age of information, and it's kind of an information warfare. And it's also, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of monetary, like, there's a huge monetary incentive side to doing this and grabbing people's attention with these quick highlights and these quick taglines and these quick titles that sound, you know, crazy or even memes. Like, it's definitely something you have to always be aware of i mean there's two ways to positively treat the corona quarantine blues and it's by eating yourself happy or spending yourself happy and every day you just have to decide which one's going to get you through what was today for you johnny well i didn't no that's not true i did spend money um and i'm completely absolutely embarrassed to admit that I did this, but Allie and I paid a nice... I mean, maybe not. You know what? I'm going to spin this. I spent money today to make me happy, by which I paid a very nice old man who came to my door and left a very cute flyer that looked like he typed it on a typewriter for lawn services, which Allie and I needed to do, but I fucking hate doing. And I was like, you know what? This sweet old man needs some money, and I don't want to deal with this, so I paid him to do, and I bought my happiness today. Very nice. That's, a, that's great, though. You're supporting local business. Yeah, I mean, but uh, part of me also feels really stupid for paying money to do something that I have done numerous times before and could do, but just am too lazy to do. No, 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 no. You're supporting local business. Just leave it at that. You're supporting Supporting local business. (laughs) Okay, so I think think the way we sort of... We're quickly approaching the hour mark here, and we can go over. I mean, we don't have any any time frame that we need to stick to specifically, but the one main talking point... recorded for three hours. Yeah, (laughs) two and a half hours last week, so that uh, that was a doozy. Um... But uh, let's get into the the five G. Yeah, yeah. Dive into the five G, and then I have a current event question. Okay, five G. There, like, there. Okay, there's no mystery that like you can look this up on YouTube or whatever, or just there's there's people that have done these tests where with these five G towers or even four G towers, there's radiation that comes off them, and they're supposed to build them in certain places spaced out from people because prolonged exposure to them will give you cancer and can kill small critters and all this stuff right so there's people that are saying that there's a rumor that this whole coronavirus thing is also um a way to cover up the effects of 5g that is a that is a rumor that is going around i don't know the validity on it but you know when you look at what these 5g towers do do you'll see like they do kill the animals that are in close proximity and if humans too close to them uh over an extended period of time there are things that can happen to you and you know i I talked earlier about this where huawei wants to go through all these different countries including the uk canada 
Um, what are some other countries that I think France is another one where they want to put the 5G network, the backbone for it in for the country and use Huawei technology. And again, they got busted in the United States spying on them using Huawei. So uh, that is another thing with 5G is that there's the connection to the Communist Party. There's the connection to the safety safety issues with it. If it's not put in the right proximity away from people and what is that proximity, uh, how, why are they not talking more about this? There's a lot of stuff with 5G. Like, do we, is it a great technology? Yes. Should we get it? Yeah. But not if it's like going to kill people. Like you gotta, like, it's okay to have it. It's okay if it gives off radiation, but you just, it just has to be spaced out or put in a location where it's not going to hurt anybody. And I think that with, uh, the way that, Again, like China is very low on the whole human values of life or anything like that. So the, to them, it's it's hard to say. Are they going to come in here and do the Chinese Communist Party way of doing it, where they just buy off the regulation, slap these things up, people get sick, and then they go and say, "Oh shit, sorry later," or like I don't know. But um, yeah, that is another rumor about the whole five Gs being associated with coronavirus because there was videos and stuff earlier uh when the virus before the virus had really hit mainstream like in january and stuff of chinese people just dropping face first on the streets and that's almost what you'll see like animals do when they're around a 5g tower uh they'll just be flying and all of a sudden just drop right out of the sky or squirrels will be found dead on the ground close by them and yeah Mm. I mean, that happens in windmills too, right? Like, there's a lot of different... Yeah, again, it's a proximity thing, right? Like, yeah. it can be... It's fine so, as long as it's put in a safe proximity. Here's, here's... here's, I don't know if I want to say where I'm struggling, but... So, China had... The, so, there were three problems that coronavirus solved. Trump's impeachment... Well, Trump right. in general. Trump in general. That's the whole. Yeah, sorry, Trump in general. Yeah. The protests going on in China and a cover-up of the physical harm caused by 5G. I mean, that's that's the and ones that this, we talked about, so some, but that's not so, per... Okay. Like, but the, personally for me... We've it, identified three. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't say it just ends at three. I, again, I would say this goes back... Like, for me personally, I think... Well, it's like what I said. I think this goes back to an agenda that goes back a lot longer, that they had to bump up the agenda and the timeline because of the the interference from Trump and because Clinton didn't win. I think this so is something that was always going to China did go. this because they were pissed off that Trump was playing hardball with them and they and weren't getting money from the u.s yeah and and you know i could see one way with after this this really blowing up they got super lucky that they just had to have this virus and these three related and extremely damaging events needed to be covered up at the same time i mean if it wasn't the virus i think it would have been something else honestly i don't think it folk i don't put too much focus on they lucked out with the virus or it was intentional no i don't again i don't I don't really worry about the, the semantic what. I, I just think it's like they have many plays that they could pull out of the book if they wanted to, and it just happened to be this one. And, and you know, to go back, actually, to something very weird about this being predestined, you know, um, 
Uh, let me find the article actually. Where is it? So you know our uh, our chief public health officer, Teresa Tam, John in Canada. Mm. Mm-hmm. So she was in a documentary in 2010, uh, an epidemic documentary, where she talks about putting on uh, tracking bracelets, mandatory vaccines, and so on and so forth. And there's a lot of people that have speculated that she works for China because of she's been such a huge advocate of the WHO. And mind you, like I can here, I'll link it if you want, and you can look at it in uh, Skype. But. Uh, this is just one example of many of like when if you go back in time you can go back in certain timelines you'll see Bill Gates talking about this stuff you see people just doing this mouthpiecing you know talking about uh, it almost before it's kind of going down now and same thing with even Bur- uh, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Bur- Bricks or Burks uh, that have been helping Trump. They, they've had issues brought up against them with the AIDS, the HIV testing and the ethics of that. Like these people, again, like I feel like this was something that I wouldn't put it past them that this was a premeditated thing. And again, they bumped up the timeline and you could say that, you know, it was the Hong Kong thing. It was this, I don't, I don't really, there's a lot of reasons again, you could do it, but like the Hong Kong thing is not much different than the yellow vest protest going on in France. There's. There's a, a, a bigger fight going on between the globalists that want this more China-like totalitarian control and individuals that see it coming and don't want it to happen. And you can What's use... going on with the yellow yellow vest protest? Like th- that kind of just <clears throat> disappeared. Well, that's one of the benefits to the virus again. Like no, a... but I mean pre, like, pre-virus, I feel like 2020, like December, January... In February, I didn't really hear much about them. Well, it's no that I recall. They they were still going on, but it's not much different. Like, look how long the Hong the Hong Kong protests were going on for a year. The Yellow Vest protests were not much different. Like, they they are still going on. It's just the media doesn't want to bring attention to it. It's the same thing with when uh, Spain was going through their Catalina referendum. They don't want to bring too much attention to it. They don't want people to see that there's a large group of people that are not content with the way that these. Um, elitists are operating their country or the globalist infiltration that has happened to their country hmm. all right so i want to i want to wrap this up with a current event question that it, at least current event to me it's probably maybe old news to you but i saw something today briefly about there being released ufo confirmation photos or videos from the pentagon yeah i saw that the other day too that's more of that Tom DeLonge horse shit. So there, there's a lot of child trafficking busts going on. There's just another one uh, in Ukraine that had to do with a, a baby trafficking ring that was being ran by the Chinese. Again, this is a thing to cover up from uh, other things that are going on. There's been a, a lot of... Um, while this coronavirus thing has been going on, there's been a lot of speculation that there's been raids, subterranean raids going on, and they've been rescuing... Uh, individuals from trafficking rings and so on and so forth so a few of the evidence that goes towards that is that in the last two years they've trained i think it was like 25 out of 28 brigades towards subterranean combat for the military and that is confirmed they've raided different areas there's been different uh like pictures kind of put up where you see on these hospital ships some they, they believe that there's overflow of those individuals going onto those ships 
And there's been different individuals that have kind of said like, yes, there is something going on. Can't talk much about it now, but th there's multiple people who have said that they, they have been busting some of these rings and rescuing people during this time that everything's kind of been under lockdown. Whether and I, I believe that they're still building a case towards coming after these people using human trafficking as the main catalyst, like in the long run. I don't think that's stopping anything. And, and the last time we talked, I talked about the Durham report coming out around this time. And it was supposed to be released around this time. It had not been for the, the COVID-19 stuff, which would have, from what I've been reading and, and with the indictments and everything, they've still been going up. They've still, uh, the investigation has still been going on in AG Barr, like the Attorney General Barr has talked about it on multiple occasions and how widespread it is and how uh, the implications are absolutely massive. So this, this is something that's still going on that, again, like another incentive for this coronavirus is to hinder this because once that genie's out of the bottle, I don't, like from what they're talking about, the people that have been rescued is really bad. And speaking of this, there's a documentary that just came out recently called Out of the Shadows. Uh, I would highly recommend everybody go and watch it. It is amazing. It has been done by uh, a guy who was a former stuntman and stunt director in Hollywood. So he uh, he it's very high quality and he puts it up for free. So if you just go to their website, Out of Shadows, you can watch that. And it's very powerful and it, it kind of touches on a lot of this stuff. Um, uh, survivors of this stuff and, and the implications of it and how rampant it is. Hmm. So you, so the alien footage you said is just fake garbage that they're just trying to use to distract. From Tom DeLong, it's that Tom DeLong uh, Podesta bullshit to distract from what I just told you about the trafficking. It's really just to distract from hmm. the trafficking and uh, it, it's not going to go anywhere. It's a carrot on a stick. It's not the time to worry about that stuff. Like we, we know, like anyone, like we've known enough now that there are extraterrestrials. Like there's been enough evidence that's come out from the government now that, yeah, we know. But also like what was brought up and unacknowledged, they do. And, and also what I've been talking about with this, this long-term timeline agenda they have, there's that alien false flag that they still are building the stage for. That's still part of that same timeline that this depopulation and all this stuff is supposedly a part of, right? Like whether you want to buy in or indulge it, you're just you're starting to see more of the the plays come out, but they're sloppy because they've been pushed up at, ahead of time. And they, again, they didn't expect Hillary Clinton to lose. That's mm -hmm. some Watchmen level shit right there. Yep. I just got word that uh, J Rod's gonna come visit you tonight, Jer. So he's welcome anytime, as long as uh... be, be on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be coming right from my house, so you know what he'll smell like. <laughs> he only does this stuff with you. <laughs> okay, well, my brain is is fried at this point. Are uh, you satisfied, boys? <laughs> That was fantastic. I loved every minute of it, and I can't wait to do another one. Uh, do you have any last-minute words, predictions, final quotes? Uh, no, just two things. Um, Stephen Greer came out with a new movie again, a follow-up to Unacknowledged. I would say go and watch that. It was pretty cool. The last 20 minutes especially I thought were really cool. If you want to see some absolutely insane footage of extraterrestrials or like their ships and stuff like that in a positive environment that they, they, they have a ton of that in that that movie 
Um, and then that Out of the Shadows movie, I would highly recommend people go and check that out because I, I it's it's just really really well done, uh, and it would be worth I think worth the time to see. Last two questions: When do you think we will get out of quarantine? And do you think we'll ever go back to the way things were? before corona i mean that's a million dollar question i have no idea i don't think so personally i don't think we're ever going to go back to being the same Uh, i don't know what it'll look like i think it's too early to say there's too many factors going on right now for i think anybody to kind of have any kind of idea not to mention like the way that the fed has been printing money and stuff like that the repercussions of that financially over the long like the course of time like to me the the cure is going to be worse than the disease like the, i think there's going to be more deaths and damage done from this lockdown than in the economy than there is from the virus itself and if so they don't do something be economic not necessarily viral like continuous virus challenges i don't or know like like just the social aspect i don't know there could be another resurgence there could be drastic measures that we don't have the fucking balls to make that would need to be done for us to sustain but we might not do it said that there will be multiple waves well again they're mimicking the who and everything the who said has been wrong so uh, health canada at this point in time is not a very credible source to listen to despite the you know our propaganda in our country which is heavy right now but uh you know you're better off like uh looking at how taiwan and japan or south korea do once they start opening up and then i think that would give you a better idea of whether that's going to happen or not um but i i still for me personally i the thing that scares me the most is the economy like the economy scares me more than the virus because we, we're dealing with better ways to handle the virus. The hydroxychloroquine, the, the different methods that some of these biotech companies have come up with for dealing with um, so you don't have to go on a ventilator and have your lungs completely destroyed. Like they're, they're coming up with different methods that we're, we may not need a vaccine, but we're able to now deal with it. We have, we have tools of being able to handle this thing from what went from three weeks on a ventilator to now just a three or four days of medication. Yeah, well, it's... It's sometimes you have to manage the problem before you can solve it, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, but the economy uh, is a whole other issue. You've got you know unlimited liquidity between all the the federal banks. You've got um, the governments paying out you know an enormous amount of money, enormous amounts of money to unemployed. There's 21 million unemployed in the United States. The da- you know the Dow dropped like how much and it, even though it's been going up bullish, it's sitting on stilts right now because it's just basically been flooded with more money into the bubble. They all they did was just mm. burr, just keep printing that money over that, and over uh, and over and yeah. That was my stat kerfuffle. It was as many people in the U.S. unemployed as almost as many as there are in Canada as people in Canada. Yeah. Not not the infection rate. My that's where that's I got the two mixed up, so I apologize. All good. I've I've probably fucked up like nine numbers tonight, but no. Well, you know what? <laughs> we don't have a we don't have a fact checker, so nope, that position has not been filled. We're so just all say whatever. right all the time. That's yeah. the beauty of jumbled. Zach, wrap this baby up. All right. Well, Jared, thanks again for uh, for coming on, but we always appreciate you having or appreciate having your. Uh, 
your viewpoint on these things because I know uh, I'm I am less than educated on on these things. So it's uh, it's always good to have uh, you know that that stance to be able to uh, sort of enlighten us a little bit. So we'll get you back on here soon. I don't know what else there is to talk about, but we'll, uh, you know, maybe after, after we come out of this uh, coronavirus stuff, there's some uh, aftermath. We'll, we'll get you on and talk about it, but yeah, sure. I'm always happy to come on and thank you guys for, uh, for listening to my ramblings. <laughs> <laughs> happy to listen to it. Um, so, if you guys want to uh, follow us on all social media, that'd be at Jumbled Podcast. Send emails, any questions you might have to jumbledpodcast at gmail.com or johnny.jumbled at gmail.com. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on, uh, on iTunes. That'd be much appreciated. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Also head over to patreon.com slash jumbled, pay $500 and get us an address. And, um, I like that that's like our only level. <laughs> that's the one I talk about because it's Home the most ridiculous. Nothing. Okay, it's the most fair. ridiculous. Uh, we do okay. have other tiers, uh, that you can, it's not just $500. Don't want, we no, want it all and nothing. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and th- that's, uh, I think that's it. That's going to do it. This will be coming out. Uh, won't be this coming week. It'll be mid May, uh, the 13th. I think it'll be, we did not have to tell that to the people. The day so Jer, just so Jer knows okay. that's when it's going to drop. You guys obviously know what date it is, but maybe you don't. Cause if you're like me and you're living all in, the days are the same yeah it's all the same now so uh just so you know it's the 13th today um <laughs> but that's gonna do it guys we'll see you guys next week for another episode of jumbled your favorite podcast about late night booty calls to the booty bandit himself j-rod, J-Rod. <laughs> getting it in all right we'll see you guys later.